You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your hosts, Peter and Steve. Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, host of the Inch by Inch, Ultimate Home Comfort Show, and General Manager at Roy Inch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service expert company, and a four-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, and a three-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, and the London Community News Reader's Choice Award. We're glad you can join us this Saturday, and hope you can join us every Saturday from 9 to 9.30 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, the phone lines are open, so you can call us uh, at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255, or you can send an email uh, anytime while we're on the show or during the week to inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com. And one lucky caller in today will win a free furnace tune-up, so don't wait. Give us a call. How are you doing, Dan? I'm great. We, uh, I think we might have our friend on the line here. Well. <laughs> uh, senior curler Steve Gilbert, or is that you on the line here? Yeah, yeah, keep it up, keep it up. Yes, how are you today? Good, how are you? You're in, Super. Uh, back into the big smoke into Toronto? Yes, into Toronto, uh, headed just uh, for a one-day spiel, yes. Well, you know those senior spiels don't work don't work too hard at that. <laughs> Thank you. That's yeah. That's what they don't they don't work as too hard. Yes. Uh, and we got Dan here in the studio with us. And our what's our night's report? Well, Do we a... have enough time? There were so many goals. I don't know. So I don't think we have enough time for that. Uh, that the summary could take quite a while. But uh, they played an awesome game last night, and uh, they had Bella and Nat and for uh, Parsons, and the, they started out strong. They had, like, in the first three minutes, it was 3 nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I flipped it on, I think it was about five minutes into the game. I think it was 4-1 to one or something. I, thought, <laughs> yeah. I missed. I already missed the whole game yeah. here. But, uh, well, that's good. They had a good game. And, yep. our, of course, our thoughts go to uh, all the uh, – everybody over in France, Paris, with what's going on over there with the terrorist yeah. attack. And, yes. you know, our thoughts are with them. And uh, – uh, hopefully, uh, you know, they catch them and get through that. Uh, after going through Remembrance Day last week, that's something you don't like to see, uh, you know, already more more attacks going on. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll turn to some happier subjects. Uh, Mustangs, no. no. We <laughs> wish uh, Western Mustangs good luck today. But we had uh, a call that came in that said, and I'll throw this to you, Steve. It says... Is annual maintenance important or pre-winter maintenance important? Well, that's it's a very good question. But, um, you know, if now that the weather's already turned, if you haven't had a maintenance done, it's certainly it's important the annual maintenance is done. So we would put certainly more onus on the fact that you want your equipment looked at on an annual basis because certainly now that the weather's turned, you're not going to not turn on your equipment even though you may have not had your maintenance done. So it's just important to get it done on a on an annual basis, that way you can be ensured that, you know, your technician would catch anything um, which potentially could go wrong prior to the heating season or even during the heating season. 
Yeah, and of course, always go to RoyInch.com. We'll have uh, specials there, discounts off tune-ups and that. So uh, when you're thinking of getting getting it, whenever that is, as long as it's done annually, um, make sure you check there for a coupon. Now, we also had a call in from Stu, on, and he says, uh, why should I put shutoffs under my sink? I'm being told that if... You have a sink, you should have a shutoff on the hot and cold. Well, the, the shutoffs underneath there, actually, it's not in the code, actually. But if you have to do any kind of maintenance or you have to replace that faucet, you can turn them off, you can disconnect it, you can uh, repair it, and you're not interfering with the water in the rest of the house. So if you have a kitchen sink faucet that you want to change, you can turn them off, take it out, and your wife can still do the wash downstairs, or you can do the wash. You can st- All the bathrooms will still work. It's just so much easier, so much better convenience to do that. And the price between the shutoffs and the normal fittings is very minimal. If you have to put them on anyway, why not put the shutoff on? And then and if you were having that service work, definitely yeah. an opportunity to get it done. If... Um, you were going to move into a new house. Is that something that if you were moving in and you're having somebody come in, check over the plumbing, make sure it's right, would you have them do that on, the, I'd, I'd say, the, the taps and, and bathrooms you're going to use a lot? I would. I would recommend that. Um, at the very least, try to isolate the kitchen, the bathrooms with shutoffs. Um, it's ideal to put them under every fixture. Sometimes that may there may be a problem that you can't, but if you can at least isolate the bathrooms with a pair of shutoffs so that you can turn one bathroom off and work on it while the other one is still being used, I think that's a big advantage. And the only thing right now that is mandatory is um, on your toilets. And I just think if you can isolate each individual fixture... It'd make the, so much better for you in the future. And if you don't, you're shutting the whole house off, right? That's you're, right. And now right. if you can't get that leak fixed, you're That's into right. a challenge. At that That's point. right. You, you've got to let the water run. And uh, if you had to wait for a part or something like that, it may be uh, an odd thing that you have to wait two days for. Uh, you don't want to turn the water off the whole house. Yeah. So you can isolate each thing individually, and uh, you'll be ahead of the game. All right. Well, we'll um, take a break here for our commercials. But remember, the phone lines are open, so you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter and Steve. Welcome back. We've got uh, Steve on the phone and Dan in the studio here with us. So I'm going to throw a question out at Dan that came in is... And we get asked this a lot, you know, whether it's at the curling club or whatever. What's the difference about me buying a water heater at a big box store versus buying it from you? Well, the first thing that you should worry about is who's going to install that. Are they licensed? Um, Are they authorized to do that type of work? 
from the TSSA or whatever um, company is or whatever uh, association is has jurisdiction. Um, what happens when something goes wrong with that product? If it's under warranty, do they come to your home to look after that warranty? Um, does the big box store look after sending someone there to look after that warranty? Uh, do you have to look after it yourself? Um, I, there are so many problems with that type of uh, installation that uh, I just would rather have someone, you buy it from a certain reputable company, that company has installers to install it, that company has people to come and service that product, you don't have to wait um, when you buy it from the big box store, you don't always know who's coming yeah. to do that. And to me, I wouldn't want that burden of having to worry about that. I would much rather get it from a, a reputable company that does installation and service. Yeah, my concern also is always where do you get the part? You know, let's say exactly. it breaks down, you call a company out and they say this is gone. How do you get that part? Did the big box store get it for you? That's you know, right. If, because let's say it's under warranty, you know, where are you going to – and I just see delay, delay, delay That's uh, right. of all of this trying to get it answered. That's so right. if you're going to buy anything like that, get all those things answered up front um, so that if the gas valve goes on it, do I go back to the counter and ask them for a gas valve? That's right. Or how is that all handled to make sure that you – That's right because that could be a, a severe problem. You might be without hot water for days. Yeah, yeah, people don't want to be without their hot water. No, no. Well, we're going to go to the line here. We have uh, Norm on the line. Uh, Go ahead, Norm, with your question. Yes, good morning. How are you this morning? Good. Good. I just wondered if you could tell me, I was was looking at putting a humidifier, having a humidifier put on my furnace here. I was wondering, is a drum type better than the ones that spray the water through the system, or what would be the best one to put on a furnace, a high-efficiency furnace? Yeah, the flow-through is the what I'll call the norm these days versus yeah. a drum style. The problem with the drum style, you get two things. You get bacteria and uh, things growing in that water because it's oh. just sitting there. Oh. Plus, if that, that pad will harden up a lot quicker, and so you don't get the transfer of the moisture into the home. Oh, okay. So okay. that's why we went away from a drum style to what they call a flow-through. So right. when you call for humidity, the water flows over a water panel that has clay on it. The clay absorbs that water, and then it the humidity is blowing off into your home. Oh, okay. Once the humidistat is set, that extra water continues to drain out and go away so that there is never any water standing there so that no bacteria or anything like that can grow in it. When you guys install those, do you put a special thing on there so it's not too much water goes through the system or something? There's some kind of valve you put on that? Yep, there's normally a ball valve that we set up, and it's adjusted. Our guys will adjust it. I would say I can't remember when we ever turned it wide open. It's normally about a quarter of a turn, and that's That's enough water that will flow through that. That's Um, the one you put it, you, you screw it into the pipe cold water pipe, right? That's right. And it it's uh it works very well. Even the ones that I call them a piercing valve. Right. That pierce the pipe. If we see that when we install a humidifier, we remove that. Those that are right, a eh? prime example of a leak that can oh. occur there. So the other one's 
Yeah. Once so, you guys put in his ball valve, then it, it doesn't that doesn't that pierce into your pipe as well, or no? No, it solders right on the end. Oh. Uh, and then it has a, a stainless steel ball in it that opens and closes. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Well, I'll call the officer. Okay. All Thank, right. Thanks, thanks for so your time. Appreciate Have a nice it. day. Thank Bye-bye. you. And I, as I always do, I cut Steve off, so that worked out really well that he's no longer on the phone. But <laughs> so if he calls back, we'll see. Um, but one, on the humidifiers, we've, you know, a lot of people at this time of year are starting to think about a humidifier. And I mean, I always say to people, if you have your thermostat set at 23, if you have a humidifier, you probably can set it at 20 or 21, and it will feel like 23. So you can reduce your your uh, utility bills by putting a humidifier in and just getting humidity yeah. into the air and it, it feels warmer than what it really is. Um, so hopefully that answered Norm's questions there. The uh, We got a few people that have called in about their outside taps. <laughs> and I'll be honest, Dan, before I came here today, <laughs> I took my hose off and I ran my hose in the backyard to, and hopefully it will warm up enough that it will unfreeze the hose. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, and I shut my inside tap off. But maybe you can run through how to turn your outside tap that's, off. That's a really good thing to do this time of year. Um, we're starting to get some thicker frost, and the temperature seems to be turning. So first thing you should do to turn off your outside tap is look to see if you have a shutoff valve on the inside of the house. Um, if you do, turn that off, open the little drain valve that'll be on the side of that valve, and then go open your tap outside. And then whatever water's in that pipe between the shutoff and the outside tap outside will actually drain out. Then you don't have to worry about any condensation in there, anything freezing up. Now, you should always take your hose off and make sure that that's uh, good and thought out. Maybe bring it in. Some people don't. As long as the water's out of it, you'll be fine. But if you have a self-draining or a hydrant or frost-free, some people call them, there may not be a shutoff inside because the washer for that is actually back inside the building. So that part of the, of the hydrant always stays warm. But if you don't leave, if you leave your hose on, that water cannot drain out and then it'll freeze. So always take your hose off regardless of what kind of tap you have on the outside and that water will drain out. So that's the most important thing about a hydrant is make sure the hose is off. And if you, you know, like I did, I used it for an ice rink all the time. Mm -hmm. You got to do that every time after you've filled that ice rink or you're going to take a, a chance that That's it right. will freeze um, again. Unfortunately, that is the nature of that product and you have to take that hose off. Yeah. If you want it so that you want to wash your car in the wintertime, put the hose back on, take it off when you're done. Yeah, and we, you know, we talked about this, I think, last week that we can install a hot water yes. tap outside for for... Those really fussy ice builders like myself who want a hot (laughs) flood to make it perfectly smooth. So that can be done as well. Yeah, warm flood is always better than straight cold. So uh, 
if you're thinking of that, you know, definitely I've I left mine a little long. I think it should have probably <laughs> been last week when I did it, but you know, get the hose off there before we get the really minus ten degrees outside. That's right, and really That's get right. them uh, freezing up. It's yeah. a good time to to put those away and cover up that air conditioner if you haven't. And make sure that that's all. Uh, and turn off your hydro to your air conditioner. Yeah, it's that's a big thing because if not, the mice will find a little warmth in there, yeah. and that will start to make their home, and they'll start eating at the insulation on the wires. And, and if that covers on there, and you inadvertently turn your air conditioning on, that could burn yeah. up the compressor. Yeah, exactly. So you know, you're, and you know, people say, well, how could that happen? Well, if you're cooking the turkey at Christmas, and the house warms up in there. And your thermostat's set at heat cool, where it will flip back and forth by yeah, itself. Right. It definitely could try. Yeah. So so it is uh, make sure the power is off. So if somebody accidentally ever does try to turn it on, there's no way that outdoor unit can start up. So there's definitely uh, some, some winter maintenance there that needs to get done to make sure that we're all set. Uh, now, we seem to get a lot of calls this week on toilet leaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we talked there are leaks that the temperature's dropping in yeah. the water outside. Yeah. Would that be the increase on why toilets have started to leak as well? Or um, I, I really can't see that that uh, water temperature difference. I think you, it may be just the uh, the the parts are starting to wear out um, a little quicker, and uh, maybe the water temperature might have a little bit of. Uh, to play in that, but I think it's just a a fluke thing this time of year. You're inside more. Um, You're probably flushing the toilet more. You're not outside the same. I think it's just a matter of people are starting to move indoors now, so they notice these things more than they did before. Yeah, paying more attention. They're they're hearing yes. it because they're not, you know, in use the washroom and then That's they right. head outside. They're they're sitting down in the living room or whatever. And why right. why is that toilet still running? <laughs> yeah. And that's right, stuff like that. So yeah, it's it's uh, definitely we've seen it it pick up in the last week or so. So um, we have uh, you know new flappers, toilet rebuilds. Mm-hmm. Even if you're thinking of replacing the whole toilet with a water saver yep. type, that's something that we can do for you as well. But always check out our coupons at royinch.com for all our specials on heating, air conditioning, plumbing, duct cleaning. They're all uh, in there. But when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling us in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS or online at RoyInch.com. You can listen to a podcast of this show at RoyInch.com by hitting the Inch by Inch button on the homepage and listen to this show or any show that we have done. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.